What is up, guys? Talking with Tonka, episode five. I'm here with the owner of Alpha Flight Nutrition, Alpha Flight Fitness, and Philly Gains. And it happens to be his birthday. What up, John Bennett? Hey, first podcast. <laughs> yeah, you've been waiting for this, huh? Look at us, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're here. Yeah, we're here. How old are you today? <clears throat> what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you, bud? 39. 39. Nice. We're the same age now. <laughs> Shut up. Welcome. Thanks, man. Welcome. Yeah, for sure. So, we're going to dive right into this. How long have you been in the fitness? Well, we went right in. We went right in. I don't waste time here. Uh, probably since, uh, well, my whole life is the cop-out answer. Mm-hmm. But into like bodybuilding the way I am, probably, man, I was a, a Johnny-come-lately <laughs> Uh, probably like late 20s. Okay. So probably 12 years. Okay, nice. Um, so is that kind of what made you go into Philly Gaines? Kind of. When I was growing up, I had a, I used to like supplement shops. I used to go in there and think it was like an adult books, like an adult toy store. Right. Um, so when I went in there, I used to always like how it was like perfectly imperfect. Stuff was just everywhere. I would just buy your typical pre-workout protein powder and then go to the gym. But I always liked that. And there was nothing like that here when I moved down here. Mm-hmm. So I just took the biggest leap of faith anyone could ever take ever. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So that's how Philly Gaines was born. Yeah. Do you want to go? In, do you want to go into that story? I know that's a, it's a very touching story for you. Yeah, uh, sure. So I never really talked about this, but Philly Gaines is like, is, I got the money to start the business mm-hmm. because my mom passed away to uh, brain cancer. Sorry to hear and, that. No, man, it's, thank you. So, <laughs> so we, uh, I, had, I had the inheritance from her um, and I always wanted to run a business. I was, involved, I was in a middle management, working amb- at an ambulance company, working in middle management. Mm-hmm. Um, and typically, you know, in that in that role, some people can always be like, I can do it better. Well, I took a chance on myself to actually do it better. Nice. Uh, so I got the money. I had no idea what I was doing. And just decided that, like, okay, like, you know, swim or sink. That's what's going to happen. Right. So I just went all in, started reading, uh, just hustling. I just knew that... Uh, You just knew what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just be honest, man. Ah, yeah. So, I I, I just kind of went off on a tangent there. Yeah. So <laughs> you kind of just is that what that, that what that pause was? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so I I just I started Philly Gaines because it was kind of a way for me to always have my mom like in the back of my head. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like a way that she's kind of like still taking care of me a little bit because yeah. You know, when you have a business, you you hope to make money from it. Um, <clears throat> Philly Gaines was a family job. My sister was an investor. Mm-hmm. My obviously, I received some of the money from my mom, and then uh, my dad helped with like all the the carpentry work and all that stuff. So yeah, it was like a family a family affair, and it was it was really good. Um, and now I'm opening a new location, and it's cool because it came it became kind of like a, a a like the fitness hub. For this area, it definitely has. Um, I mean, I met you there, yeah, through Philly Gaines. So, mm-hmm. um, 
and everyone that like has come to the store has helped this like this new store in one way, shape, or form. So, like my friend Teresa, she's a photographer. She's gonna like be taking pictures of us. Shout uh, out to Big friend, T. Yes, <laughs> uh, Mike. Mike is the German painter. If you yeah. want to follow that guy, yeah. He's but uh, he painted everything in the store. Uh, my buddy recommended it a carpenter, an electrician. Um, yeah, so like it's 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 still a family business, but it's just like a new family. You have an it's extended evolved. family, yeah, yeah, and it's evolved over the time. That's a great uh, story, man. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I I got m- money when my mom passed away as well, and that you're looking at it. My mom helped me buy this house. That's wild. Yeah, so it's like where moms are both with us in one shape or form. My mom helped me get this house, and she doesn't even know it. Yeah, it's great, it's, isn't it? It's a great feeling. It's everybody mourns differently, and I guess we mourn kind of the same way. Yeah, for sure. I definitely like talking about my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. I had a guest on um, episode uh, three. My buddy Kev. He asked me, um, you know, who is someone that you would want to see come to one of your gigs that isn't alive anymore or something like along those lines. And I didn't even hesitate my mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I would, my mom, I, I was fine. I, I, I was, I got really emotional like talking about it, but, uh, I was like, you know, I think if she was still alive, she would be at like one of my, one of my bigger gigs, like standing in the middle of the crowd, like, <laughs> like dancing her ass off. Yeah. I could just see it. Happen. Mom. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And it's funny. My buddy smooth, his parents come to his gigs. And I'm like, man, I'm so jealous. I was like, that'd be so cool. Yeah. You know I mean? My dad's 91. So like getting him to a gig is like the hardest thing in the world. But, um, I have a plan to get him on the field at a Phillies game this year. Yeah. Yeah. So they do a veterans day game and they bring a veteran from each war. And last year, I happened to be working that game, and I had no idea they were doing this, but they were bringing in, you know, veterans from each war. They had one Korean War vet. My dad's one, too. So, like, uh, I talked with the producers last year, and I was like, hey, can I get my dad on the field next year? And they're like, of course. You can wheel him out if you want, because he's in a wheelchair sometimes when he has to walk long distances. And I was like, yep, that's definitely happening this year. <laughs> he And he's a big Phillies fan, too. He, yeah. you know, he loves Reese Hoskins and also like, it's going to be a cool experience. Did you tell I, him already? You're going to no, do that? No, he doesn't know. And that it's better that way, because he'll be like, at last minute, he'll be like, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> so I'm just going to be like, Dad, I, you know, I have off. I want to take you to the Phillies game. Cause like I'm not obviously work that game. Like, and then I'm, you're not going to tell him that he's going on the field when you tell him. Yeah, but I, we're just going to go. How's he going to take that? Well, well I guess we'll find out. <laughs> It'd be like a surprise. Um, so, um, you know, we, me and John have been friends. What six years? Seven years? <clears throat> How long has Philly Games been open? Like seven and a half. Yeah, so I've known you seven years now. And I think mm-hmm. we've been friends probably like six. We're both wearing. <laughs> I think I wear your shirts yeah. as much as you do. <laughs> so yeah. We always oh, yeah. we always rep each other. You know, you're always you know shouting me out. You're helping me out with this podcast today. And I wanted DJ to have all the gym gigs. Yeah. So um, moving on to my next topic is uh, what? Well, actually, yeah, I'll jump ahead a little bit. So, what inspired you and your trainer Keith to? open alpha flight fitness in downingtown so we started actually excuse me mm-hmm. i met keith he was referred he actually worked as a director of sales for a supplement company and me owning philly gains mm-hmm. kind of had a relationship there and my friend john i asked him if he had a bodybuilding coach that i could uh link up with and it turned out to be keith mm-hmm. and then he would train me for competitions one day during training he was like we, we just started talking back and forth about starting a supplement brand. And he was like, I, you know, he could handle the formulations. I could give a lot of insight. Um, he has good networking 
accounts across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, he took another business to like a $3 million business um, just on wholesale. So um, It's a no-brainer then. Yeah, he's a, we- <laughs> he's a weapon in the industry for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, Your pre-workouts are amazing. Thank you. Um, Keto DJ at checkout if you guys are on the website. Omega Sanction. <laughs> but no, um, <clears throat> so we, we started with that. Then about two or three years later, he's like, hey, I want to talk to you. And it was another training session. And he's like, uh, do you have any interest in starting a gym? And like, this guy's my trainer. I'm going to his house. I see yeah, that, I remember the dungeon. This, this pain cave. This dude, is, <laughs> yeah. this dude is like militant. Yeah. Right. So the equipment is pristine. It's clean. So you have an idea of like the kind of guy that's going to be running this gym. Um, I'm going to be at the store. So he's going to run the gym. Um, and yeah, we started it. This guy is like an equipment savant. I know this podcast is about me, but businesses is my life. And like this guy's my business partner. Yeah. Um, the guy's like a savant with equipment. We're starting to make like have our own equipment fabricated. So it's like Which one is of ones. unreal. Um, some of the new pieces that I've seen on your Instagram, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, I can't wait for that. And then uh, we're going to look to get another one. That's the plan. The plan is Philly Gaines Alpha Flight Takeover. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So, um, again, what, what kind of made you guys go into the gym? Like, what do you see at your commercial gyms that would make you want to make your own gym and make it better? Uh, I mean, commercial gyms are great. I think that, uh, honestly, they offer a stepping stone, like to how much you want to take, how far you want to take your fitness It's Mm -hmm. like, a place like Planet Fitness was. That's where we met, actually. Yeah, it was yeah. the first gym I ever gamed that I was at when I moved down here. Um, and Planet Fitness is awesome in the sense that, it, listen, it's 24 hours a day. Yeah. So even if it's not your primary gym, if your gym closes, you can just go over there and get your workout in. Right. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily a gym that you would stay with long time, long term in terms of like being a primary gym because you're going to outgrow the weight stack um, and you're going to want to like grow into a new one as your uh journey goes so you have like an la fitness la fitnesses are fine am i supposed to be giving the names of the gyms on that yeah it's fine that's fine so la so other anyway like a lot of times commercial gyms drop the ball for their members right right ripped equipment not fixing any equipment i'm dealing with that now cleaning stuff yeah um maybe the trainers have not maybe the education that they need to really be, you know, training people responsibly. Um, so that's what we wanted to uh, break away from. And like this area, it didn't really have the gym that we offer. Like, yes, we're a bodybuilding gym, but, you know, we cater to all physiques, all right. training levels. It's just a spot like though. However, you know, if you want to go train with some of the best equipment stuff you've never seen before, like a destination gym, right? like we're that. We're yeah. not going to be... Anywhere, you know, if, if something's broken, we'll fix it in a couple of days. Yeah, for sure. And if you ever open a gym, you'll realize how frustrating it is even more <laughs> that LA Fitness, or any other gym yeah. rather, <laughs> um, doesn't fix their stuff yeah, because they, it's an, it's inexpensive. They have a cable row machine that's been down for like two months at my my LA Fitness. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. LA Fitness is just another term we use for a generic gym. Yeah. <laughs> Insert name gym here. Yeah, because me, John, and our friend Ben, we used to train train at this gym uh shit, six days a week. Yeah. <laughs> All the, for like a two years. I have I have it's funny, I I was so wrapped up in this uh, Eagles event I had today. I, I didn't get the chance to post our our infamous Tringer picture. 
that I post on your birthday normally. Every birthday. <laughs> yeah, every birthday. Me and John happened to wear the same stringer to Jim Monte, and he was so mad because we both didn't have an extra shirt. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but so... And what what it, I find astonishing is that when you opened this gym, it was during COVID, like COVID times. Yeah. So was that a hard was that a hard thing for you? Uh, we were scared. Am I allowed to curse on here? Yeah. We're scared shitless. I was scared yeah. shitless. Uh, we were trying to be as strategic as possible, and what I mean is, we weren't going to not be open. Right. Um. No disrespect to anyone's point of view. We just believe that we were going to operate responsibly as a business. And you definitely COVID. did. Yeah. And uh, we strategically placed the gym in an area. Has zero foot traffic. It's kind of like off the beaten path. It's like kind of like my house. It's you, like in the cut. I don't even know how I got here. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, yeah, like we were strategic. We just placed in a spot not many people were going to go to. And then we just relied on uh, promoting and word of mouth to get people to go. Um, but yeah, we'd like disconnected the phones, right? Yeah. We're operating in silence, no radios in the gym. No so thing about it. What I find astonishing is because you guys opened in that time, how, uh, your member growth for since then has what tripled. Yeah. Since then. So like, obviously, well, well, even then you had like what? 90 people. We had a huge uptick in members during COVID because yeah. we were operating when a lot of gyms weren't right. Um, we didn't go to war about it right on social media we yeah, just for sure operate it um well this if people this, if people got sick guess what they stayed home right and it was exactly cool. everyone yeah. respected the situation right exactly um but we actually started really taking off this past year um when the when addition we just, opened right yeah man and like we started caring about social media yeah so like he and i are almost like anti-influencer influencer excuse me yeah you guys are them now. Yeah, I know. You are an influencer. I had, I know, as much as you hate it, you and Keith. You're, wow. So if you guys don't know, I'll put it um, I'll put it in the description on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but on YouTube, uh, it'll be on your screen. Uh, right, I'll put it on right now, and I'll also put it on at the end of the video and in the description. Uh, follow Alpha Flight Fitness on Instagram. Uh, there's some underscores in there, so make sure you click on the right one, and it's in the description here. Uh, but their content is is great. Uh, it, you know, it goes from serious training videos, describing equipment, and it, they have these funny videos. <laughs> They're actually pretty hysterical. Like you'll see John yeah, is like a barbarian up, in one. <laughs> we dressed up like pro wrestlers. We did a full wrestling shoot. Yeah. It's uh, it's really good and what's what's what he is shot a a, a flamethrower right flamethrower <laughs> yeah yeah we did a Miami Vice gig yeah so like what I like about that is it's it only show it shows your guys personality and how it's like you know fitness is a serious <clears throat> thing but you know you don't have to be serious when you're a gym owner yeah you know what I mean you don't the, you guys un- have a personality unfortunately like we both have bodybuilding backgrounds and bodybuilding is like a solo sport right I don't care that there are teams out there mm-hmm. it's a solo sport. If you even consider it a sport, but what I'm trying to say is like, it lacks personality. There are not a lot of people in the fitness industry that have personality. Um, I thought it was an important thing to kind of show our personalities aside from also being knowledgeable. Um, and you know, that it's really paid, it paid dividends for sure. So since you guys opened two and a half years, is it two and a half years you've been open now? Yeah. Yeah. So in two and a half years, um, how many members do you have now? Uh, we teeter. Um, 
around 700 some um That's and for like our location too i mean you're not getting foot traffic so it's all been like promotional and how many of those are full members not transient members so john offers a three time a month for people that like the destination gym kind of deal but like how many full full-time members is that Jeez, Eric, you're really we're really digging into the numbers here, brother. Just trying to catch um, you off the cuff. So we have, we do have a transient membership, is what we call it. You That's get, my membership. By the yeah, way. <laughs> so save for like what we were just talking about, backtracking to like if you are a member at an LA Fitness, you know. But you want to come to our gym because it is a little bit of a drive from the city. You want to come to our gym on the weekends when you have more time, because right? Because we have specialized equipment. Well, and plus, like I own Philly Gains in Philly. So people there are going to be like, where's your gym at? Yeah. Um, so I didn't think it was fair to charge a full-time membership. Listen, if you're not going to be a full-time member, we're not going to charge you full-time membership rate. I love that. Yeah. Same thing. Like a lot of gyms have models where like, they want you to be fat. They want you to be lazy. <laughs> yeah. Like you're going to have a pizza night. Yeah. Like that's going to be the night you go to that gym. But like if that gym that has like 5,000 members and everyone shows up, you know, they're going to close to get shut down. Yeah, for sure. So like the gym model to be actually ultra successful is like your members don't all show up. No, I, I we know that. We have yeah. active members showing up all the time and that's, it's awesome to see that. Yeah, no, for yeah, sure. Real lifters. So do you have off the top of your head, a number of full-time members at your gym? So I, I know mean, we obviously have more full-time members. I would say we probably, it's like a 600 to like 100. Wow. That's great, man. Yeah, that's amazing to watch you grow since, you know, I, I was a part of, you know, doing all the audio and now security footage cam cameras inside that gym. So watching yeah. you evolve from, you know, I was there helping put floors down, bring weights in. I was part of that, that moving crew. Yeah. So like seeing you go from literally, you know, a one sided gym with two rooms to now like a warehouse full of equipment and we're looking to expand again yeah it's crazy man watching yeah, that you. evolve man it's nuts that's it's actually uh it's very inspiring to anybody that's looking to open a business so that's one of the reasons why i want to have you on because before you opened the gym you and keith had the supplement company alpha flight nutrition that's where the the the, the name kind of from the gym came from right mm -hmm. so yeah alpha it's all flight. it's under the umbrella right so alpha flight nutrition right so what spawned that were you finding like uh, in your pre-workouts and your, you know, um, your non-stims now that you have, which is great. I use it every day. Um, it's called Pump Action. Keto DJ at checkout. Uh, <laughs> I got it. Yeah. yeah. So what, what kind of branched off for you, made you guys do that? Were you finding that the supplements that you were taking weren't good enough? So there was a supplement or a pre-workout that I used to take. It was called No Rep Left Behind. Mm-hmm. Philly Gaines OGs are going to know what that, that one was all about. Right. That thing was amazing. When that, when I wasn't able to sell that anymore, every other pre-workout that I was finding, they're all good, but what's good is subjective to the user. And to me, nothing was like satisfying what I was looking for in a pre-workout. Okay. So he and I just kind of brainstormed that. We talked about it. The dude, the guy formulates for, or formulated for his old brand. Um, are we allowed to say the brand? No, I won't. Okay. <laughs> I know the brand. Look it up. <laughs> 300. Um, 300. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, I mean, he was like, I can do something. So, we looked into it. We linked up with a manufacturer, put something together. And uh, we started with like 120 units of one flavor of one pre-workout. 
an that investment a- of like four thousand dollars total between he and I. Right. Um, and now we have like seven products. Uh, we actually made part of the gym a little warehouse. Yeah, you so had to. It's filled up. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so it, it's like, you know, what, what being- made us do that, though, is because we found that there was a hole that we avoid um, in the market that, like, we both worked in. Right. We wanted to, like, make something where the ingredients are all effectively dosed, where we're using the trademark variants of the, the ingredients versus, like, generic stuff. Right. Um, just like brand integrity. Like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do it right. Yeah. Um, and we're compliant with the FDA. and Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's it. I, uh, I, you know, it's this is one of the other reasons why I want to have you on. It's very inspiring to see someone start a nutrition store, you know, seven years ago, and now he owns three businesses, and they're all successful. <clears throat> it's amazing. It's an amazing story. Thanks, man. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, being uh, being your friend and being a part of, like, you know, taste testing and, you know, being a part of helping, you know, anything you guys need at the gym. Like Keith called me the other day because you're, he thinks the amp's going to blow up and you're like, you know, he just wants to upgrade basically is what he's doing, but fixates. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, 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 uh, it's definitely a cool experience. Like being able to be your friend and watch you grow like that. It's just amazing, man. man. Yeah, for sure. It it was like to go back. It was when I lost my mom, Mm. something clicked. Something where I think it's like, uh, you know, you could, I'm sure you can relate. Yeah. The, you just felt like the safety net was Mm -hmm. gone. Yeah. And you're like, shit. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. So like, there is no, I'm going to go back to my parents if this doesn't work out. Yeah. It's not going to happen. You don't have a choice. So I'm going to hustle my ass off. Yeah. So I just worked harder than everyone else. Yeah. Like I've never, I've like sacrificed everything, birthdays, holidays, everything to make sure that this business is going like it is my kid like i don't have a kid i don't know what it's like to feel like a kid but i can imagine that this is the closest that it is yeah no it's your baby for sure you know you know all look now you have three kids (laughs) yeah what's it like having three kids john i don't know that's my husband keith (laughs) (laughs) we uh That's actually pretty good. Maybe I should have Keith. I should have had you both on. Oh, dude, we would have never talked about anything. Yeah, I know, right? That guy. Oh, man, he's he's a funny guy. Maybe I will have him on eventually. <laughs> good That'd luck. Be, good luck. Good take, luck locking him down. Take, like, like, psychedelic drugs when you, like, have him on there just because it's going to be so fun to listen to his life with him. Yeah, for sure. My God. So uh, tell me about, you know... Um, if young Johnny Gaines, you know, maybe 18 year old Johnny Gaines was looking at you now, how do you, what do you think he would think of you? He'd be like, holy shit, you made it. <laughs> <laughs> I was a mess back then. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, total mess. I was like every kid. I'm from Northeast Philly. Northeast Philly kids like to drink in the woods when they're growing up, at mm-hmm. least in my generation. In my That's too. what we used yeah. to do all the time, man. Yeah. So like it, it, fitness wasn't a priority then. Like I played like like recreational sports and stuff like that. But I was never like what I am now. Um, it was crazy. I actually, a girlfriend dumped me mm. and I was just depressed, man. I was yeah. so depressed. So my buddy took me training at the gym and I just felt so good every day. And it's almost like, like the gym and bodybuilding I owe so much to, like it, it got me out of that funk when I lost my mom. Yeah. I thought I got three successful businesses within that industry. Mm hmm. And bodybuilding is like, man, I, I shouldn't get bitter sometimes when like influencers are on yeah. doing stuff. 
on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> but I do. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I shouldn't. Yeah. But I do. Yeah. But, you know. <clears throat> so you think 18-year-old Johnny Gaines would be like, he, he'll be like, holy shit, I made it. Yeah, dude. That's what's up. And what's that kid was not right. That kid was not right. No. I know because I know back when I was eighteen, I wasn't thinking about that. But just to backtrack a little bit, when Did you, you like DJing back then, when I was eighteen, yeah, no, I was a full time break dancer at that time. Oh. Um, when I was eighteen, coming out of high school, I didn't go to college right away. I went to like construction, and I was working like as a laborer in the construction sites and stuff. And um, I didn't start DJing. Until I was like twenty three. When I got hurt breakdancing, but I was getting paid to dance in nightclubs, like breakdance in nightclubs as a party motivator. And uh, that's what got me into DJing. What's a party motivator? So actually my job. Is that like you're the first guy on the dance floor? <laughs> Pretty much. And I would dance to, you know, a breakdance. And then my other part of my job was to dance with girls and pour them shots all night. Okay. On like this. You ever been to Tiki Bob's back in the day? Yeah. Yeah. I was the par party motivator there. There was called the party boy. So it was called a, <laughs> you were called a party boy or a party motivator? Well, the job title on my, like to, on my, like job title for the corporate was party motivator, but my name was the party boy. What did you wear as the party motivator? I had Hawaiian shorts and a tank top. Right on. Yeah, man. Sneakers? Uh, yeah. I, I, I wore Sockanies. I wore Sockanies jazzes. <laughs> like you're a big, you're, so <laughs> I got John in the sneakers kind of. So. <laughs> But those Sockanies that you have, I had the original pairs. How do we know that we call it Sockany and not Sakoni? Um, I, I I can go on some Google website and show you. Uh, okay. So I learned it from you would Google. I don't know how we would Google that to be honest. But there is a there's a a, a sneaker influencer. I, I call him an influencer. His name's uh, Sneaker Grandpa, and he's the one that got me into like runners like you see up there. They're um, just made out of high quality materials and this that and the other thing. And I heard him on a on a YouTube short saying Saucony. And I was like, is this right? Like, why is he saying that? Saucony sent me this. Saucony sent me that. And I'm like, is this right? So I, every, I would keep researching it. It's Saucony. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that at first. John's wearing Nikes today. Should have known better. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, challenge Eric I, on sneakers. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but uh, that's what got me into DJing is working at, at Tiki Bob's. Uh, I was 23 years old. And here we are 16 years later and I'm still here. <laughs> so, but just to backtrack a little bit, like how you were saying like Philly games and all these, all these companies are like your children. Yeah. And if you didn't make it, you mean you had nowhere to go back to. So yeah. that's kind of like where I'm at right now. You know what I mean? I have nowhere to go now. I can't go back to my dad's. I way too much shit. So it's like, we can't move back yeah, to my dad's. Like, look, look at what you have going on. You just DJed for the Phillies this summer. Yeah. You know, you just had a... Um, well, that's what I was saying. I have to make Atlantic it work. City residency. Yeah, I have to make it work now. You DJed at the best gym on and, the East Coast, at least. Alpha yeah. Fitness. Yeah, You've done that for a sure. couple times. Yeah. Get out of here, you. <laughs> every big party. Every big party. My God. And I think someone from your gym, I just got an email today, recommended me to DJ the grand <sighs> opening of this F45 that's opening up up there. I love it. Yeah, somebody from your It's probably Reba. Gym. So that girl just followed me today, so maybe it was her. Yeah. Uh, so I came highly recommended, they said. Love that. Keep hopefully, the money in the circle, bro. Hopefully they don't turn down the rate I sent them. <laughs> I love that. I hope this airs after you DJ there, or are you okay? It, I, I know. It's definitely not going to air. It airs tomorrow at 8 p.m. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so outside of, you know, I know you with knowing you, I know you don't have a lot of free time, but what does Johnny Gaines like to do when he's not training? Oh, man, I'm a huge comic book nerd. Yeah? What got you into that? Well, 
Uh, I don't know, man. I, I remember my first memory was if I was good, if I was good when my mom was grocery shopping as a kid, you know, like grocery stores used to have comic books, like right at the end yeah. caps of each register. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I would just be like waiting in line. I'd pick the, pick up the comic. Yeah. It's not red. Uh, of course not. Go Um, <laughs> thanks for telling me. Episode five. <laughs> Episode five. So if you were good, your mom would buy you a comic book. Yeah. So, it, and I, it would, it started off Superman. That was the same year where, um, Superman died, so it was this awesome storyline, and comic books pick up where the last issue left off, so I wanted to, you know, they always leave with a cliffhanger, so I wanted to see what happened, so that would be the one comic, and then it went, uh, I just I just locked in the Superman. Isn't that spawned into what, Marvel and maybe Avengers, like, into uh, Avengers, uh, or you stay DC? Yeah, I, listen, I think... Good storytelling is good storytelling, so I'm not going to be like, I like DC or I like Marvel. Um, Marvel's certainly killing it with, with the movies. The comics didn't really talk to me as much. Comics, to me, Marvel comics are like like um, men trying to play God. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's actually a really good way of looking at it. And DC is like gods trying to act like men. Okay. Humans, <laughs> but I, I I just love storytelling. Like I have a very vivid imagination. Um, if you guys watch or follow Alpha Flight Fitness, a lot of the stuff that we've done, like I sit down and like script that. Yeah, I, I like doing that stuff. I'm a big pro wrestling fan too. My brother like I'm, is. Too. I'm not a fan of bodybuilding. Like I don't follow bodybuilding. Oh wow! So you don't follow like you know? <clears throat> I got into physiques because of like growing up in the '80s. You had like Stallone, you had mm. Arnold, and like yeah. I would be watching all these movies with my dad. And then I got into pro wrestling, and it's like all these like jack dudes just kicking ass, man. So and look at you, you look like a wrestler. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm like a baby Goldberg. Uh, yo, that's actually a really good. Yep, yep. Thanks. I would say that. Thanks. You have a better beard though. You had a, you had a nice beard. <laughs> I don't know. You got a pretty good one going. <laughs> Thanks, man. So uh, it's funny. Anytime I have a question about. A Marvel movie. I just go to John because he knows the answer. You're like the, you're like the king of anything. I want to say comic book related movie. Dude, you know what's interesting about that? What? I was intimidated. You know, people are like, oh, I'm intimidated to go into Philly Gain sometimes because they yeah. see me, but they don't know me. Yeah. Or if like um, someone's intimidated to go to a gym, right? I'll fly fitness. <laughs> um, I was intimidated to go into a comic book store. Really? Yeah. Because you didn't think you know enough? I didn't think I'd be accepted. So I thought I was like... Wow. Talking He's, to you? Right. I probably sound like... You look like, like a nerd. the biggest comic book nerd <laughs> yeah. ever, right? Because I can like... But I can only tell you like... Like, you know, one-off characters and stuff. I can tell you like how they're, they were created, how they started, what their story is. But I can't tell you like in SU-197, like, and that's what like, these guys are killing it. Yeah, <laughs> and no disrespect to them. Yeah. But I was like going in like, man, these guys are going to think I'm such a poser. Right. So Just that, like walking in there. Going off of that, I kind of had a thing yesterday when I was nervous like that. So I was asked to be on uh, a Fox sports show to talk about the Eagles. Yeah. I was terrified because like these guys, they live and breathe sports. So they knew like percentages, yardages, and all these things of these players. 
And then I'm like, I really hope they don't ask me anything like that. Were they? Did you expect to be asked questions like that? Um, I well, I didn't know what to expect, but on my way there, I was you listening. Think they're going to be like Eric. What do you think the passing percentage? No, no, no. I didn't. I knew that wasn't going to be. I knew why I was there. So I was there to talk about like the tailgate videos I've been doing and like the Phillies like DJ kind of thing. So I knew I was kind of like there to like lighten the mood kind of. So it's not like so nerdy. I'm assuming. Um, like you know, like, I shouldn't say nerdy. That's not the right word because. Uh, yeah, uh, straight, like the yeah, straight to the point. You straight, know I mean? like the facts. I was hoping that was there. To, the mood. Yeah, right. Because they were, you know, talking like I said, percentages and stuff. I'm like, holy shit. Um, but on my way there, I was listening, and it was like a bunch of guys was having a convo. So I was like, oh good, I'm gonna walk in here. I'm gonna feel great. You know what I mean? I did. I actually winded up knowing the player that was on. I winded up knowing that the play, the the player he was on the Saints. I actually did an event with him at the auto show a few years ago. So I wound up knowing him. And then some of the guys in there knew me from other people. And then I knew the host. So it was like, when I walked in, I felt like I was just hanging out. So it was like, is that how you feel now walking into a comic book store? No, no. <laughs> so I only go to one. Okay. Uh, keep some cows in Northeast Philly. We do. We're just dropping everything. Yeah. Sponsor me. Yeah. Sponsor him. But no, uh, so I go there. My buddy Duke is there. Yeah, I actually have the same birthday, so happy birthday. <laughs> um, he was just like, he's a super cool guy. He he kind of looks like a kid, like maybe like I would, I, like I would pick on or something in high school, but no, he's <laughs> like, he was super chill. Um, and yeah, now I'm, I'm an accepted member of the community. I love that, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> so, uh, it, I, I know, I, I know. I already said this, but I, I, if I have even a question about like um, that new, uh, the new like Game of Thrones, if you, I feel like you know the answer to those that kind of stuff too. Is that because of stuff that you watch on YouTube and like listen to that you know the answers to that Game of Thrones? Yeah, well, I asked you about like House of Dragons. Do Dragon. you think because I like comic books that I would know about Game of Thrones? We talked about because you watch it. Listen. Game of Thrones is not my my kind of nerdum, right? But I feel like when I had questions about it, you knew the answers, like uh, for House of Dragon at least. Yeah, I, I was watching House of Dragon, but it's it's not my like go to. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like deep dive into. Yeah, that. no, I get it. But I'm saying is like even something way left of that. I'm like, I'll be asking you questions, and you're like, well, I think it's probably because blah 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 blah. blah. I love I love like structure. I love storyline. I love thinking like. You know, like the hero's journey. So, like, okay, what did he have to do here? And then, like, then he, what did he have to do there? And like, why? You know, you look back on movies. Like, I'll, I'll look at a movie, like, subjectively, and be like, at the end of it, and be like, all right, so what did what happened throughout the course of the movie that like led up to this? Okay. Um, and that's where I think like. It, how the talent is like crazy with like a director or a writer imagine just like sitting in a room just writing yeah it's nuts it's nuts i, I really love that stuff i'm not like i can't draw <laughs> i've seen it it's i a, can't sing yeah can't dance <clears throat> dude i please i wish i could that's one thing you know what i wish i could dance yeah yeah i, I, I saw you dance at your wedding you seemed like a, a slow dance anyway you were good at that I think like that's every like white guy's go to <laughs> yeah. six inch like fingertips, fingertips. Like, yeah, listen, like you can eat room for the Holy Spirit, dance, <laughs> and that's like my compromise. Yeah. Okay? So um, to dive into your comic book nerdyism, 
Uh, well, I guess that's what he. And I love about. that we're talking about that. Can we talk about Superman too? Yeah. So, what do you think about Superman? The new that they're not using the Superman that they were using. Now they're going in a different direction. <clears throat> they announced that he was going to be Superman. I can't. His name's. Uh, I'm blanking on his Henry name. Cavill. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I was blanking on that. But how do you think they? He announced that he was going to be Superman. Now he had to retract that, and now he's not going to be Superman anymore. So that's not his fault. Well, I know it's not. I know it's not. DC had a new regime coming in. Um, he was told by DC to make the announcement. Right. And that they signed him in like September. He was told to make the announcement. He did. A couple months later, all those people were fired, moved out. DC named or Warner Brothers had a new CEO come in. He gave James Gunn, the guy that did uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and the newest Suicide Squad movie, they made him the Kevin Feige. And if you don't know who Kevin Feige is, he's the guy that basically scripts out storylines, like storyboards the entire MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. So James Gunn was actually offered at one time. Is this nerdy enough for you? Yes. James Gunn was actually at one time supposed to do the uh, the Marvel Galaxy, like everything outside of the Earth. Um, he was offered that position, but he got canceled. Wow. So then, anyway, it worked out. He did a DC movie. They thought he'd be the great candidate. He took over, and Henry was out because this guy, huge Superman fan, but he just has a different vision. Me, personally, I love Henry Cavill. And the reason is because my, before my mom died, the last film we watched was Man of Steel. Mm. She liked Kevin Costner growing up. Well, while I was growing up, she liked Kevin Costner. And then uh, I like Superman, so different ways. Two yeah. different ways. No, there's anything wrong. Just do it. But... Um, so we got to share that together. Um, so Superman will, and like that movie was kind of like a mother son movie. If you watch it, so yeah, like, definitely was. Um, and it was a great way to like make Superman relatable today. Cause like, listen, people say like Superman's too overpowered. Superman's corny. The, the thing you're missing about Superman is like, it's, it's not what he can do. It's like what he chooses not to do with what he has. Right. right? I've noticed that, that dude yeah. wanted to, he could take over the world, but instead mm -hmm. he chooses to like give back. You have to respect a person like that. Yeah. Like that's what makes, that's like sound corny. It's just true superpower. You can't, yeah. you can't break that guy. So it's like having control. Yeah. Like he lives in a world full of paper. Yeah. Literally. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's sex like? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of paper cuts. That was <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, um, now that we uh, we lighten the mood, okay, we're gonna we're gonna come back to the beginning now. Got water in my eye. Oh no, don't do that. Water in my eye. Thank God it's just water, <laughs> not pre workout. In there. No, Alpha Flight Nutrition. Yeah, AlphaFlightNutrition.com, Keto DJ at checkout. Make sure you reactivate that promo code because we've said it like sixteen times. Yeah, if someone uses that, I will put I will put something special in your box. If we get one order with a keto DJ, I'll drop like an extra product in there. i just want to know. I want to make sure that we're getting this out there. Yeah. It's out for there sure. to good people. I'm going to put it in the description too. So yeah. make sure I put the put link the website. in the description. Yeah. Link in the description. Yeah. Um, so I want to backtrack a little bit. Uh, Cause we kind of went off on a tangent when I'm, I'm kind of glad we did because it's going to lighten the mood a little bit because I'm going to bring it back now to COVID. Serious? Yeah. I'm going to okay. I'm going to bring it back. Cause this is a question. Uh, this is a question we talked about yesterday, and I told you I wasn't going to brief you, so that's why I kind of like throw these these uh, questions in that. there. I throw these these light in the mood questions because I want to I'm going to reel I'm going to reel the crowd back in now. Okay, so this is what, okay. How did Philly Gaines episode five? Yeah, how, how did Philly Gaines survive COVID? 
I'll tell you what, going back to like what I said, how it was Philly games have started because of my family. Right. It was kind of like all the family members contributing because they wanted to see me do well. Um, and then the new store, it's like a new family. It's an extended family. Mm-hmm. Um, so when COVID hit, people were like messaging me like, I don't even need anything right now, but uh, tell me what to buy and I will. Or people were like, I'll buy a gift card just so you have like, you have that money and then I'll just get it like when I need it. Right. Um, so it was honestly the customer base that kept the store open. Love that, man. We were doing deliveries. We were doing like, if you want to pick it up at the store, I'd walk out, all that. Yeah, you insanity. came, you dropped but, stuff in my car before. Yeah, I did. And, and uh, I had a mask on. Yeah. It was like, you look like, uh, you look like Yosemite Sam coming out. <laughs> <laughs> you farm it? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, that was 100%. Every single member, every, or member, that's the gym, every customer supporting that. That was that was like incredible because I'm like every business owner you heard, like they were struggling, mm-hmm. lost so many businesses. They're like way bigger businesses than mine, and like yeah. or businesses that are set up better for success. You know, depending on like the scale of your business, I understand that. But like people doing better that were like dropping off. Yeah, and I was like, no, like this is this is it. This is it. Like this is my legacy. Like I'm not <clears throat> I'm not losing this for anything. Right. And again, like, to make the earlier analogy of, like, businesses being, like, your kid, like, I'm not losing my kid. Right. You know? So, if, if um, you know, someone's trying to start a small business right now in, yeah. you know, kind of where the economy is right now, it's kind of, like, middle way, I guess you can kind of say, uh, right before, you know, they're talking about, you know, a crash and all these things. But if you can give advice to someone that wants to start a small business and whether it be in nutrition or they want to open like a photo booth or something, what would you tell them after what you've learned in seven years? Start whatever you go in the business for, make sure you like it. Make sure you like master it. Okay. Um, understand that your customer is your boss. Mm-hmm. Utilize social media as much as possible. Learn it improve at it i mean if you look at the beginning alpha flight to like now (laughs) and like i'm still not the best at it obviously i never will be but like continual improvement continuous growth um and then we're actually going to do that with philly gains too but anyway um and be obsessed there's nothing wrong with being obsessed um you see a lot of people when they start businesses or something like that you know it's it's the people that talk the most that fall off the fastest yeah. So like just be more like action less So talk. work in silence. Well, besides yeah, I mean, the social media. You can talk to people on what you're doing, but like if Don't you're boast. blasting everything out there and like you see it like it's it's like a, a flaming pile of shit. Yeah. It makes it makes it very bright at first and then it just goes out quickly. Yeah. It's 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 nuts to me like be obsessed. Uh social media is like your biggest friend, your and biggest it's supporter. Free. Yeah, seriously. So like, there's no excuse that you just can't like, you can YouTube how to do anything just, or look at other businesses and see what they're doing. Mm -hmm. You don't, you're not, you see too many gym owners now that they're like running things like it's the eighties and it's not the eighties. It's not. So like things are different and like, you can't, you can't expect to, uh, your gym or your business. I'm always going to talk about the gym, but you can't imagine, you can't, 
uh, promote it in the same way that you did five years ago because people, their interest, their attention spans are all different. Right. You have to kind of like find out what people like now and how to best reach them now. But yeah, master your craft. Be obsessed with it. Know that your customer is your boss. Mm-hmm. That's great advice, and, man. And you never like stop any every single day like sacrifice things yeah and that's what um you know goes back to that earlier thing when you said you know um treat it like your kid because you know to be a successful dj i have to work you know when someone needs me right so i've i've said no to what going to weddings or i would go to a wedding just for a cocktail hour you know what i mean but i would tell them you know listen i'm not going to rsvp for the reception but i will come to your cocktail hours i'll come to your actual wedding but i have to work at night yeah you know what i mean and i've missed out so hard you blew off uh yes, two of my bachelor party, three of my bachelor parties <laughs> and that and now and that's this is where you know i'm so thankful that you kind of didn't write me off for those things because, you know, I, I've lost friends because of my schedule and, you know, I'll never. So John had a bachelor party in Miami and I, I feel so bad for this. <laughs> no, back it up. Tell the right story. So we went on a guy's trip. There's in Maryland before. that. Oh yeah. 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 So this that was dude, the year previous. This dude, everyone was like, calling it was my bachelor party. Cause there's a bunch of guys that I, Basically, would have invited to my bachelor party, right? But it was in New Maryland. Eric's like, "I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come." I was like, "Okay," and he's like, "I'm gonna come." And I'm like the morning of, not gonna make it. No, I was there for one day. He was all right. Yeah, you were there for like you didn't even like sleep over. You just were no, there I for didn't. One no, day. I I stayed for one day. I left in the morning. I took the ferry back because I had to work in AC the next day. All right, so it's one day. So then the so uh, I still came. Pause for, for one day. <laughs> for one day. <laughs> so. Then we went to Miami, and you were like, I'm going to catch a flight. You did buy the flight, too. Yeah, I bought it. And then you bought another one. Because I, I over... So, this is what happened. I bought the... I was, I was going to leave the next day after everybody else and meet them down there because I had a gig that I couldn't cancel. And then I woke up late because I DJed till like four in the morning. And then I woke up late for my flight, canceled it within the half hour, and then I... Um, rebooked another one for the next day. I was going to go down for one day and then I winded up getting a gig and I had to cancel. <laughs> and I, you know, I, he, he, you know, I, I was, I'm thankful that you didn't really like, you, you tease me about it still to this day. <laughs> but, I'll always break your balls, but yeah. I'm not going to, it's not a, like, but I'm, because of the things you said, you understand that I have to do these things. Well, yeah. Like I, well, number one, I know how it is to like be a business owner. Number two, yeah. like, you're a DJ, so your hours of working are when everyone else is normally out. Yeah. So if you don't have someone that understands that, then you're, you're a moron. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> so you it, have to like understand. And it's really tough for me, I, th- I find now with like dating and stuff like that, like people, you know, unless they're a nurse, a, guy, a woman's a nurse or something, it's like they don't ever have the same schedule as me. So it's like, and people really can't get down with my lifestyle, I guess. And like Did how you ever date a lady DJ. Oof. That probably wouldn't work. I have a, it, so it, it probably actually, no, I, I, I can see that probably being beneficial. Um, Did you get jealous if she was blowing up and you weren't probably cause I probably would work. I know I probably would show her things and then she would use my, you know, stuff. I, well, actually no, if we were in a committed relationship, I would want to see my partner succeed. Um, you're saying that for the podcast. No, I'm actually, cause like, uh, 
I mean, I actually like, I like to see my friends succeed. So like today, perfect example, it's not a female or anything, but it's like one of my, now he's one of my best friends. Uh, it, 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 this, this relationship of this friendship like happened so organically. Uh, it's my friend, Austin DJ smooth. I was with him today for an Eagles event. This kid, uh, he was balancing a day job and you know, his wedding business is his nightlife business. Like, and I was like, man, you know, you're never going to be happy till you leave your day job. And I was like, look at me. <laughs> I was like, I'm thriving now. Like, I love it. I'm like, I love life. Um, is it hard at times? Yeah, of course. Um, is, you know, waiting on money a hard time? Yeah, of course. But these are, the you, you invested in yourself though. Right. So that's, this is what I wanted him to do. Right. So I was like, Austin, I said, his, I actually <laughs> called him by his first name. I said, Austin, you got to quit your job. And ever since he did that, he rebranded um, Smooth Event Group, and this kid is taking off like insane. You got to respect that. Yeah, his hustle is crazy. Uh, we have this, we have this uh, thing that's called Hang Up and Hang Out because you know he's always on his phone because he's always working, which is I love to see it. And now he's throwing one of the biggest Super Bowl parties in Philly this weekend, and there's like. Oh, what do you say? It was like 900 people bought tickets and they were wow. like $150 a piece. It was a uh, open bar, you know, free food. Uh, but he, the event he's putting on is insane. Yeah. And uh, I was supposed to be a part of it, but <laughs> I had to work, <laughs> but he's happy that I'm working obviously. And, but you know, watching him succeed is like, was like crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean, so like he invested in himself, like you invested in yourself. So watching you grow, it's like, I feel like, I surround myself with people that inspire me to be better. So yeah. like, I feel like if I was had a girlfriend that was a DJ and I showed her some things and I helped her go further, I don't think that I would be jealous in any means that, you know, I would think I would be more grateful that I have someone in my life that is, I can see grow and inspire me to be better. Right. So like, I feel like having friends like you having friends like smooth, my friend DJ nine, like, you know, I have my friend Hollywood that has this crazy, you know, Photoshop, uh, photo booth company that blows up. Like I, have, I surround myself with these people that just continue to motivate me every day. Yeah. I think that's like, um, like people like to surround themselves with like-minded people. Okay. Yeah. And like, it, just like how the store is now, like, listen, a lot of my friends, Anthony, I didn't say it earlier. I'm sorry, but you're not even going to listen to this anyway, Anthony. You're not, you should, but you're not. But, he uh, actually studio, watches the YouTube. He actually watched the YouTube because he made a crack at me for the split screen. So he has well, watched it. Then I'll be getting, I'll be expecting a text. Yeah. I'm sorry now. <laughs> but Studio 27. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Cataldi, he does like all my screen, screen print, yeah. screen printing and logos. He and made stuff. the logos for both of these shirts. He didn't make the Philly oh, games. He didn't, the he OG didn't remake logo. this one? No. Okay. Um, but he made a, a an alternate one. Anyway, um, him. Friend, again, friend Teresa, Mike, like, um, I never like set out to be like, Hey, I'm going to make a bunch of friends that are like all entrepreneurs. And then we all just like link up and help each other out. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's what happened. It literally, that's what happened. So like people coming in through the store, Hey, you're supporting me. The least I could ever do is support you. And I, and I'm big into like telling people too, like, Hey, like I love linking people up. So, yeah. Like, you know? You've you've gotten me business. I've gotten you business. Same thing with like Teresa. Yeah, happy to like see that like everyone in the group keep the money in the group. And you know what I find, uh, you know, because we surround ourselves with these people, 
I feel like we're all thrive because of it. Cause we're all helping. Like you said, I keep it in the family. I keep, I want to keep want to see my family succeed. Yeah. I mean, you, you want to support people that support you. I mean, I know like the, the thing everyone wants to hear is like, you know, I, I support people and that's important to me, but listen, man, if you're going to support some people and listen, I do some fundraising stuff like that. Don't get mad, but you're going to support people that support you. Oh yeah. Facts. Yeah. And that's, and, and you never, you do things without looking for like thank yous and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's, that's the truth. But so I went out always. on a, I went out on a limb and I, um, you, you know, because you mentioned Teresa, shout out big T, uh, and her boyfriend, Ben, he's, they're both really good friends of ours. I love Ben. ben Ben's like your son. Um, love him. He's like my brother too. Uh, actually, I'll call him. I'll call him my cousin because we don't hang out as much anymore. <laughs> but he just helped me actually go viral on Instagram. So if I wasn't for Ben, I would have never got that footage. But um, I went on a limb and I threw a pop punk party, and I was nervous to tell no one's going to show up and all these things. A pop punk party? Yeah. So like, uh, how long punk, ago? Uh, what was it? Last month? It was um, January something. I don't remember the date. I'm, I'm a bad friend. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. That's fine. I'd start going out. Yeah, I do. You said you were gonna. You yeah. are. You are this Saturday. I am. You are. You're coming to my gig this Saturday. I am. I know. It's gonna be great. Hopefully, there's people there. Uh, <laughs> so I'll be there. So I threw this pop punk party. I was so nervous. Um, and then you know I have supporters. It's crazy. You know Teresa. She marked it on her calendar like a month in advance because she wouldn't make sure she wasn't working because she really wanted to be there. Oh yeah. You know, so it's having people like that in my corner. Like, you know, I had DJs that were showing up before their gigs and like hanging out for like forty-five minutes to, you know, even a half hour just to show love. And it's, um, it's, it's something I'm, I'm very thankful for that I have this circle because, like, I, I'll, I'll text everybody the next day. Yo, thank you so much. If I, if I didn't see them that night on my way out, I was like, yo, thank you so much for coming. It meant so much to me. Everybody that came in the door. I would literally play a song, go say hi and thank you so much for coming Like yeah. as soon as I walked in because I want them to know that I'm very appreciative for them, for their support, you know, and then, you know, I've, it's, so it's like we talked about, like I have so many people in my corner which keeps pushing me to be better and it's just like, it's amazing feeling. Dude, it's crazy. people that come into the store or like I'll just be out somewhere, mm -hmm. like locally. Uh, one kid, I was in a mall, I saw him wearing my t-shirt. Philly Gaines t-shirt. What's that like? <clears throat> it's humbling in some respects. I mean, it feels good, but you're also like, damn, like the idea that like someone wants to get behind something that a schmo like me built. Yeah. You know, you think it that's why like, though? Nothing. I was in the backyard drinking, thinking about like, yeah, I'm going to open Philly Gaines. And then next thing you know, I don't drink anymore. And, uh, I've been in business for like seven and a half years. It's just crazy to think, like when you see someone wearing it, you're like, man, like you actually woke up, saw the shirt, put the shirt on and like, you probably didn't think anything of it, but like that helps out my business. People just wearing a t-shirt. Yeah. And it's funny. Uh, me, Teresa and Ben used to work out at Plymouth meeting edge and I was wearing our softball. You, you sponsored our softball team. Me and Johnny's playing on a softball team together. And we had these camo, like shirts with like the Philly Gaines was like camoed in. It was like black. So you really couldn't see it. It was a bad idea to get them in uh, the summertime. Right. But, but um, your so I, I cut, made it, a, five. I made, yeah, I made it a cutoff and I wore it to the gym and this kid was like, yo, where'd you get that Philly Gaines shirt? Like, I've never seen them have that. And I was like, oh, he sponsored our softball team. So you, like, you can't get these. He's like, oh man. And I think he actually came into the store trying to get one. 
And because I think Teresa winded up being in the store at the time and was like, she told me the story. And I was like, it's funny that we were out in Plymouth meeting, which is like 20 minutes from your store. And people knew Philly Gaines. They knew that logo. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, to see that. Or like, we'll come out with an Alpha Flight t-shirt. And your um, t-shirts are sick. Thanks. Sick. Thank you. Like, I, and that's a thing. Um, wild thinking like someone's paying money. Right. For something that like we just thought of. Right. Like yeah, that, that Ninja Turtle one is my favorite one. I love that shirt. I like it too, man. Yeah. So is that is that coming from your comic book side, like doing those kind of shirts? Well, Keith has like a lot of input in the shirts as well. Um, and he's like a big skull guy. So um, <laughs> I had to remind John to come closer. To Eric him. had to tell me to come closer to the microphone. <laughs> I feel like I'm housing this thing. Yeah, now you're good. Your levels are good. <laughs> levels are great, bro. <laughs> but... Anyway. Had a conversation for another day. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, so the shirts, the comic book. The yeah. Comic, so listen, was that with the comic books and inspiration? You said Keith Alpha Flight is like a hundred percent, like team up. It's like both of our voices go into everything. Love that. Um, the best part about anyway, like going back to Keith. Uh, so we're both, I would say, you know, alpha male, but. Mm we have enough respect for one another that like we never have to, you never scream or yell or getting mad at someone. If there's an issue, you just talk about it like two grown adults. Yeah. Um, and we've always had that like mutual respect. Um, so yeah, that's important too, man. If you ever get in business with someone, don't get in business with like a friend, get in business with the person you can do the most business with. Right. Not the person you're going to have, like that's going to be your best friend because a lot of times if people are the same as you, then you both have the same pros and cons. If, if, if that's what you're doing, you can be really good at something and fail at something like social media. Yeah. But be really good at like, like sewing a shirt. But like, if you are the best shirt sewer in the world, no one's going to know unless you know how to promote it. So like you and your friend are going to have a whole closet full of sewn shirts, but not know how to sell it. So like get in the bed, get in the business, do whatever with someone that fills your holes. <laughs> pause close your voice <laughs> yeah, right close your deficiency okay so now um, I know you probably forgot but I you know I know you didn't bring your favorite pair of shoes so I'll go back thing I asked you to ask, have two questions ready for me do you yeah. have one for me no I don't alright so can you think of anything off the top of your head that you don't know about me that you want to know yeah um, so <clears throat> uh oh he cleared his throat for uh -oh. those of you that don't know <laughs> oh god Eric had a huge glow up <laughs> uh, he started working out with me um, we became buddies and then he was like I'm going to try this diet and it was the keto diet mm. now I have input on this Eric <laughs> is not someone Eric does what Eric wants to do facts so he'll be like no I'm not eating this diet if I gave him like a diet to do but like longevity is the key, right? So like, I don't think you can do keto for the rest of your life. So anyway, what, what's like the plan? What's the goal for longevity purposes? So after our comp, we and John had a conversation yesterday. And, um, so starting Monday, um, I'm going to go back kind of to what you and Keith like, uh, made for me. Cause keto is not a thing for me anymore. Um, as I am going on this fitness journey, I'm noticing that, you know, my body's hungry for other things. You know what I mean? Other, uh, yeah, other kind of foods, right? So, like, I can't, I don't want to stick to keto anymore. So, I need to find something else that I want to stick to. 
Um, keto was my big part of my life for the last six years, which is crazy, right? Cause that was like, that was like a, a safety blanket for you. Yeah. You got off keto. You went like right back on. Yeah. And I think I'm ready now to make that choice where I think That's like, huge. like last year, uh, when Keith made me the plan and we and you went over it, like, I feel like I wasn't ready. Cause I saw a lot of things on there that I was afraid to eat cause I didn't like it or I was afraid to try it. So starting Monday, um, it's going to be chicken, broccoli, and I'm, I, I like cauliflower um, rice Listen, a little we can go over. we can go over um, hacks. Yeah. So I definitely want to, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to kind of like a, a minimalistic um, plan that Keith made me. I'm going to kind of try to steer towards it, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to. Are you going to quit drinking? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best. <laughs> I'm sponsored by a company, so it's really hard not to. I didn't show you all the liquor they sent me downstairs. <laughs> Got to quit drinking. It's the worst. Well, thing for the you first 14 days, for sure, it's it's going to be, you know, because that's big thing with any diet. It was like what what a lot of people I tell on keto is like for the first 14 days, you definitely can't have a drop of alcohol because that one slows down the fat burning process and everything. So now if I'm switching my diet, my body's going to retain all this water. And what does alcohol do? Helps you retain water. All these things. So I'm like I. I definitely for the first 14 days, I'm not going to do it. Well, I'm going to try my best not to. <laughs> you better you not just, be coming in the store with McDonald's. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing about keto is I can get like, you a, did that on your own too, which is really yeah. cool to see. Yeah. You were like, I'm just going to learn how to do this. My man's sitting out here with like a pound of bacon. <laughs> just weathering away. Yeah. And now and you, what's funny. I see myself now and I can't ever get back to that point. And I think that's what's steering me away from keto so much. I can't lose weight anymore. I stopped drinking for 14 days when I went back on the keto, and I couldn't lose weight. Well, and you said it's because my body's probably used to it by now. No, I mean, there's a lot of variables. I don't know specifically because I'm not looking at, like, your diet, but, I mean, you don't have the best sleep schedule. No, and I, I know so you. That that's, definitely holds against you. I know you don't drink enough water. Yeah. Um, you said you don't drink and I know you, you don't drink as much as like probably I would imagine someone in your field drinking. Yeah. But alcohol is like the worst thing you can do for weight loss. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I know that like you, you like a good like Parmesan sandwich. Oh God. I know. I know you. you and that's what good, good, I think good I'm at the point in my life now, uh, especially like, you know, going on dates and doing these things. I have to like, I don't want to say no to myself anymore. Cause before I was so strict, I wouldn't go out to eat. Uh, if we went out to eat, I would make sure they had like wings and like burgers and all these things that I could eat and make keto friendly. Um, and I don't want to say no to myself anymore. I feel yeah. like I'm 39 years old. Give me 40 in November. I think it's time to start living my life a little bit. Well, listen, discipline is everything. Right. And planning helps. Right. So if you're going somewhere and you're like, all right, like write everything out that you have to do. Right. I know that you have time at some point in the day to like prep I'll show you hacks to help you get some flavor, but there's going to be some adjusting. Um, use that diet just to get down to where you want to be. And then we talk about sustainability because you're not going to be eating grilled chicken every day for the rest of your life. No, nobody no, does that. No, people always celebrate getting to their goal weight and then never think about what they're going to do after. The thing is like, you should, you should kind of figure that out because we as Americans fattest country in the world. Yeah. Everything we reward like, kids for ourselves for and like listen i'm i have it's my birthday i'm gonna have some cake you know what i mean I, carrot I, cake I, i'm a i'm a i'm a chubby boy but <laughs> carrot cake. all we do is like it's your birthday cake yeah. easter chocolate halloween, halloween candy yeah 
everything we reward is like you're getting a cake, everything, right? So like we associate food with reward or reward with food. I think that's why I have a bad relationship with it. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's first world problems, but like, damn, it's this crazy. Like people are like the way that I eat is, is like, is like weird to people. Mm-hmm. I eat healthier than everyone else. And it's, I'm, I'm weird. I'm weird. You yeah. know? So, but the reason why, so like, say for instance, you know, I go on a date with a girl, right. And I'm on like a normal plan where I'm eating like a steak, you know, some broccoli, some rice. I can get that at a restaurant as a meal. Yeah. Well, you want to look up like where you're going. Right. Yeah, exactly. Time and yeah. And be like, yeah. yeah, I can eat there. Yeah, exactly. And then like, don't like so be- live, live life. Right. Before I couldn't get to a point where like, okay, I'll get back. I'll have like two cheat meals a week. Right. I mean, that's, you got a date, use that as a cheat meal, have rules to your cheat meal. Yeah. Make sure they have things like, like you're not just getting like pizza. Yeah. This is the worst thing for it. Yeah. Get like protein, carbs and fats. Um, so I, I probably meal. could stick on keto and, and do these things, but I don't think I want to anymore. And now that, you know, I'm, I'm, I think you could lose weight if you wanted to. I think I could fix you. <laughs> we should just like like vlog that of me you fixing me i'll just eric fix john 12 week transformation <laughs> and i'll change your body i love that for me yeah I'll, well i will train you i will i think i you know starting money like i said i i'm, I'm gonna be eating real basic um just trying to get on a basic you know bodybuilder kind of diet just in the beginning um I'm not going to be focusing too much on how many carbs and all these things. I want to actually the carbs part. I'm probably going to keep pretty low still, just so I my body gets used to well, them. Don't start so low because there's like you know the the cookie cutter rule is like if you're not losing weight and you're trying to mm-hmm. and you haven't been for a couple of weeks, you either incline increase level of activity or you decrease food. Yeah, if you're already at such a low place with your food. There's nothing to take from. Right. Your body's going to acclimate. Your body's resilient as hell. Yeah. So don't, and I know you, because you're going to say like carbs are terrifying, but they are very terrifying. I'll have 36 abs on my show day. Look up the competition photos and I'm eating lots of carbs. I'll put one in the center of the screen. (laughs) Like, wow. (laughs) Wowzers. But no, seriously, like, like carbs, there's just different kinds of carbs. Like there's different kinds of fats. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, I don't think anyone of us necessarily has a healthy relationship with food. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to try something different. Even I, if I, I have keep another it. question. Okay. I thought of it. Okay. In my brain hole. All right. So what's, is, is what you're doing now? Is there like, cause you're, you're making some waves. So like, are you, are you going to, are you trying to capitalize on this and like maybe start your own thing? Like I know you're you have your own business. You talking about the podcast? No, DJ. Uh, so I have I have dove into a couple other uh, markets. Um, I have a meeting next week to take over bookings of Christians uh, Academies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I um I have a meeting with next week to take over bookings at this one venue that I play at, which I'm super stoked about because that's something I've wanted to do for a long time. Because I yeah. feel like I um. I used to do the bookings at my brother's. My brother managed a bar, so I used to do the bookings there, and it was very successful. Um, and the GM of the place I'm going to is friends with my brother. He was working at the bar when I was doing this, so he knows that I have talent of picking talent. 
You know what I mean? Sure. And one of the one of the things at this bar is they lack consistency. Their DJs are very inconsistent. They inconsistent playing styles. So it's like I feel like I can help them in that realm. Um, so um, LLCing slice of entertainment. That's my wedding kind of business that I started because I started diving into more of the private. Your last name is Vanderslice. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to run with that. Um, so slice of entertainment. <laughs> I LLC'd it. I'm making it a brand. Good. Um, so I want to. Um, I want to make it kind of like how my buddy Smooth did the event group. I want to make sure it's in the nightlife, it's in the private parties, it's in the weddings, it's in the booking talent. So it's like I feel like slice of entertainment is pretty is is broad enough of a statement that I can give you a slice of entertainment. You know what I'm saying? I, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I always because like people always like my names like Vanderslice. They love it. They love Tonka. Tonka. Yeah. So Tonka Keto DJ. Yeah. So what are we going to change the promo code to? Just keep it Keto DJ. Let's we'll keep it keto, DJ, for at least at least a couple of weeks for this for this episode to be out there. <laughs> muscle, muscle DJ, <laughs> muscle head. <laughs> but yeah, so to answer your question, um, I I dove into DJing again full time last March, so it's been a year now almost. Um, and I don't see myself stopping. So music, this podcast, anything to do with my voice, my abilities. I'm 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 diving into myself now. I'm I'm investing in myself. You're very good at at talking in social circles. Okay, I like that. I think the like the TV stuff is like good for you. That's like right up your alley. Yeah, and it was funny. I was on that radio show yesterday, and I felt so comfortable talking. Like, yeah, and to and I don't even know how many people heard it. Like I have no idea how well, how big their fan base is, but it's Fox Sports, so it's got to be pretty big, I would assume. So uh, I know it's you know it's locally, it's Philly, Philly area, like tri-state. So like Trenton it goes all the way up to Trenton and comes down here to Delaware, I think somewhere. So I'm pretty sure people heard it and probably heard me talking. They asked me about the Phillies and the tailgate videos I've been doing, and I just felt so comfortable talking to people. And I winded up leaving there, and the guy wants me back and likes wants me to talk. So, me investing in myself, I started this podcast to get used to talking to people because eventually I would like this show to be big enough where it can be on a radio show, like a radio thing. And I really hope that I really hope this could spawn into that, like where I have I'm, we're in a studio, we're not in my house. You know, what I mean, you came to the studio to talk to me. Yeah, that's my goal is to take this to a studio. And I'm actually in a radio station. That's the goal of this podcast, anyway. So that's me investing in myself, basically. When I grow up, I'm going to buy a house that ha- that I'm going to turn the garage into a studio, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to talk about stuff that are is not fitness related. Okay, we Every, have actually had this conversation. So many goddamn things in my life that are fitness related. Yeah, even public speaking, though, because that's going to help me too. Like public speaking, I'm terrified of doing it. Yeah, like doing the videos and stuff. I hate it. That was one of my be- that was one of my best classes in college. I hate being in like front of the camera. I, I love it. Yeah, hate being in front. Of- Is it no. still on? <laughs> it's just no, still blinking. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> well, like it, it's like I'm so scared. Like if like I wasn't scared to come here because I'm I'm just looking at like I'm just talking to you. Yeah. Um, so but, if I was in a studio setting at like iHeartMedia, say, if there were like other people around, I'd no, be, it's still I'd me and you, but we're in a professional studio. Yeah, what about it? Like Joe Rogan's podcast. Like if you came into that, would you be nervous? Because there's people, there's a producer there. That's it's what not I mean. Just, yeah, it's not just me. If I was like, if I was like doing, I don't know what, like, yeah, I would, I would, I would be terrified. Yeah. So, I'd be terrified. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully that when that day comes, you'll be my guest on that one of those shows. And then, and then we can go from there. So where do you, so 
to round out the podcast, this episode, episode five with my buddy, John Bennett. Episode five, and that's my favorite number. Yeah. So, wow, that's really. Yeah. That was my soccer number playing when I was playing. Oh, no shit. I used to play soccer until I was like So, this is kind of like the universe putting us, putting you in my path here Well, episode five. Yeah. Episode Love five. On my birthday. Yeah. On your birthday. Holy shit. On. So. Did you know it was my birthday today? Yeah. When? Uh, when Teresa posted it on Instagram. See? You forgot. I did forget. I, I was forget very. It was your birthday. I was. You've been forgetting a lot of people's birthday recently. I have. I need you to be a better friend. Please. I know. I had but, to remind you about You that. know what's funny? It wasn't even in my phone. My phone asked me to update your con- your pr- contact info. Oh, really? It's your phone's fault? <laughs> been friends? You just went on here and you were telling people like we've been friends for like six yeah, years. Yeah, but you know <laughs> I usually Facebook usually reminds me, but I haven't been on there. I wasn't on there all day because I was working. Oh, so then you need to think how it affects your friends. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, now that I'm a bad friend, yeah. um, I appreciate you having you on. Thank Where you. do you see John Bennett in five years? Uh, man. So I actually do map out my five-year plan. Is it in a comic book form? Uh, the podcast will have some comic book talk. (laughs) Um, also some movie talk, but in five years, I want to have a house. I want to have a golden retriever. If you know, what's his name? What's that thing? What's the thing they put? I N Y N K. If you know, you know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, like if you know the Golden Retriever, um, three gyms, one down in the Jersey Shore. Love that. The other one, I'm going to move to Conchi, so we're going to look around there. That's like big news right there. Oh, dropping bombs. Um, (laughs) For like Taco with Taco exclusive. Have a Philly Gaines in all three of them. Love that. And then I'd like the one down the shore, I'd like to like just buy property, have apartments on top or condos, kind of like live there for the summer um, or rent it out for the employees, whatever. But that's the goal. My other buddy has some stuff that I want to get, I want to get in the business with him for. Talk about that when it's actually happening. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's five years, five years. I'll be 44. Five Come years. On. I'm gonna be 44. TRT. <laughs> I'll be 46. Oh God, I just vomited a little. Um, so that's actually really good because I, I just got a shore house. Uh, I rented a shore house with a bunch of my buddies. Yeah, with the boys. Summer. Well, with now the there's boys. gonna be girls. There's gonna be girls in the house too. Uh, the kids call it a hot boy summer. Yeah, that's, and I'm trying to glow up for that. So yeah, you had the glow up, baby. I know. I'm trying to re glow up. I should say because I, I definitely have gained some weight. Can you glow down? Yeah. I, or I, do you dim? Yeah, yeah. I'm on a dimmer right now. Actually. <laughs> so I need to. I need to bring up the dimmer. But so I, I'm going to be in Sea Isle and yeah. the Attilas down there stinks. Yeah. And there's no other gym. The Attilas in Ocean City is nice. So I'm not driving to Ocean City every day. So like if you could put that gym in Sea Isle, that'd be a benefit. We would look, listen, uh, I also attend that gym when uh, I go on vacation. So mm-hmm. it's no disrespect to other businesses, no disrespect to other gyms. I'm hoping they did something in the off season. Um, I just think it's, it. you put something in an area where maybe people haven't been pushed in a while. I'm also a big believer in the quote that like, uh, I always get it wrong, but like a rising tide raises all sales. Right. So if you know the industry is healthy in a certain area, one, you're going to do well because you know, there's a fitness area there. Same thing in this area, right? There's different gyms that are like mine. It doesn't mean that we all can't, all can't like, coexist. Uh, yeah, coexist. Um, also if healthy competition is there, it's going to force you to be better, right? Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and like rest on my laurels knowing that there's some young buck or another gym that could, you know, attract my members to its place, right? I'm not going to get mad if like a gym moves into where I am, right? I'm just, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm competitive by nature. If anything, like that makes me better at what I'm doing because I'm going to, 
you know, adapt or survive, you know, evolve or, or adapt evolve or, or survive. Adapt, yeah. Episode five. Yeah. But no, like, <laughs> like, I know what you're saying. Evolve or die. Yeah. You, know? you literally have to. And, um, and you know, I, I really appreciate you having you on and all your insight and um, T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> Evolved into a chicken. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that explains the small Google arms. <laughs> Just think about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about it right now. It's freaking me out. King of the, king of the planet. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so I, I figured it was a good way to end it. I appreciate having you on episode five, talking with Tonka. Um, right below me on YouTube, you'll see the, you, the links for my Instagram, DJ Tonka underscore. Um, talking with Tonka, all one word on the bottom of John's screen, you'll see all three, uh, John Michael Bennett for his personal one. Hey, all right. Yeah. It has some underscores in there. I don't know where they are, but I'll put it on the screen. Uh, then you have alpha flight nutrition. Oh, there's some underscores in there as well. And then Philly gain Philly underscore gains, underscore Uh, alpha underscore (laughs) flight. And listen, flight because we're, we're close to Philly, right? Alpha flight is like the Canadian version of X-Men. Oh, Okay. I should have asked you where you got that. Yeah, man. So, but instead of like flight, like, like Jordan shoes, Mm -hmm. um, it's flight like P H L Y T because we're from Philly. Yeah. I love that. Um, so yeah, alpha underscore flight P H L Y T E underscore fitness, probably an underscore after it. But by that time it should auto populate in your search history. Yeah, for sure. And you guys are pretty big now. So I, I, um, I, I love watching you grow. I can't wait to continue doing that. Thanks for coming on your birthday and sacrificing um, the last hour and a half of your life. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. This is my first podcast ever. Yeah, I hope to have you back. I'm terrified. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in, everybody. You've been been listening to DJ Tonka and John Bennett. Episode five of Talking with Tonka. Catch you guys next time. Peace.